We've got some fresh new young talent doing some things that I know you haven't heard before. One, two, three, listen. You gotta have a like the why, and we know our why. So I think you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Millions and millions of people have done this already. You can get help, you can get a roadmap, you can save a lot of time, money, and frustration. Welcome to the Value Add Podcast with K and K. Hey everybody. Value Add with K&K, Crystal and Kenny here. Just want to say thank you so much for the support, for listening, um, the comments, everything. Keep it up. We'll keep going as long as we can. And if you like what you're listening to, like what you're watching, uh, tell your friends about it, leave us a review, maybe even give us five stars. We love those. That's how we can grow and continue to bring you guys value and spread the word. Thanks, guys. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Value Add Podcast with K&K. Today we're doing a little off-site chat again with Kyle Hansen here with Let's Get Clicks. So we wanted to do this today because Kyle does this thing called Coffee with Kyle. So um, Kenny doesn't drink coffee, so he kind of kind of screwed that Sorry one up. Guys. So. Yeah. We could do kombucha. Next yeah. Time. So kombucha we thought about Kyle. kombucha with Kenny. That We didn't do that though. So um, we're here at Nolita Hall and I uh, want to talk to Kyle about all things marketing. So if you're a business owner, um, we kind of want to talk to you about what we've been implementing and what you should be implementing too in your business as far as marketing goes. All right. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, guys. Um, so what so is it like, Kyle? Somebody's meeting with you, coffee with Kyle. I know you're promoting it. You're meeting with people. So what are what's the expectation? What are they going to get out of it? Uh, well, so... I know it sounds maybe kind of silly, and, and maybe I'm maybe I'm making a bigger deal about it. But do you guys ever see? This is kind of how I look at it. You guys ever see? Uh, what was that show? Uh, Highway to Heaven with Michael Landon in the '70s? Yes. Or okay, yeah, I sorry. About, yeah. I know I always do this. I always yeah. like name old shows. Like you guys like Donna Reed, you know? Knows yeah. I'm like, so, I've heard of neither yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's this thing where he, like he comes down and he like you know wants to do good deeds and stuff and, and everything else. And so that the coffee thing is obviously you know I'm I'm a business owner and entrepreneur and. Um, you know, I, I can get I get business out of this, but really, at the end of the day, I place an ad, a Facebook ad, and it says, you know, hey, I'll meet you for coffee anywhere in San Diego. I'll buy you a cup of coffee. You tell me about your business, and I will come up with a marketing plan. And I'm not going to pitch you. I won't close you. I don't even have a presentation. I'm just literally going to just let out exactly what I think would be a good idea. And so in the process, um, I've met a lot of really cool, interesting. Uh, business owners, people who do different types of therapies, uh, guys who sell suits, you know, and just um, I, just a lot of different types of businesses. And, and a lot of times you find out that all you're really doing is you're coming up with a marketing plan, but you're really just selling these business owners their own business. So you're, you're giving them like a, you're breathing in a new life to their idea of why they started a business and what they're selling, you know, so like a a guy who sells suits, you know, you're like, so what? So who's your who's your customer? And they say, well, uh, uh, guys who are 25 to 40 who like looking cool. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, but that's like, it's kind of boring, right? So, but what are you really selling? You're not really selling thread that fits your body a certain way. You're selling confidence. You're selling image. ability, yeah. image. You're selling getting the job. You're selling talking to people and being confident on in who you are. You're selling, uh, you know, all of those things. And so these guys always leave with, if we don't sign up and work with me, they always leave with a new perspective. And I always keep communications open with them. And again, I never pitch them, I never close them, never squeeze them. Um, but the whole idea is um, that they know who their customer is and they know what their product is. And a lot of times it's, you know, it's, it's different than what you think it is. Like commercial real estate or mortgage, you know, I learned, actually, I learned in mortgage, I learned that, right? Um, you know, you're not selling a refinance. You're selling the pool. You're selling being debt-free. Yeah. You know, you sell the wind in your hair, yeah. you know, not the car itself. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that's essentially it at the end of the day. It's, you know, and sometimes that means Facebook ads. Sometimes it means Google ads. Sometimes it means a website design. Sometimes it just means a free consultation where you switch your idea on who your customer is and, and how you communicate with them. So. Yeah, because I think a lot of people, um, especially now, I think a lot of people are looking at a lot of maybe their competitor or businesses online or what's going on and and they're not in the realm of, it's funny because you're meeting them in person, mm -hmm. but you're talking about yep. digital mortgage and this, yeah. but how you got to them was probably through some type of ad mm -hmm. where you landed right in front of their face yeah. and they took you up on it. but. 
I think people these days, is people are just, I think, sitting back, it was funny, I was watching this morning, and they're just so worried about how to get started and want to be perfect and this and that, and sometimes it's like, maybe start throwing some shitty ads out and testing. Like, yeah. when we went into the commercial real estate, you're like, we couldn't even really find an ad to like copy or yeah. steal. Yeah. As Gary Vee says, just steal somebody else's and make it you, not them. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people are, they don't really know what it is. And when we did the interview with Billy Jean, and he was like, no, I'm a fifth grader. No, I'm a fifth grader. No, I'm a fifth grader. And break it down. It's, he's telling Crystal, you're doing an ad the way that you think you add. You're like, yo, I just want to buy 25 to 40 that wants to look cool. It's like, no, yeah. that's not really why a guy is going to buy a suit. Sure. Like you said, it's yeah. the image, it's the confidence, it's, mm -hmm. I mean, in my industry, I'm not gonna go wear a suit. Yeah. But some people that might work downtown and they're an attorney, they're wearing a suit because they wanna have that image. Yeah. If you're working in La Jolla and you're a real estate agent, you might wear like flip-flops and a mm -hmm. shirt, you mm -hmm. know? So when you meet with people, what do you, because somebody's watching this, they're doing no marketing mm -hmm. or barely any marketing. Or they've tried, they've done some posts and nothing happens. Right? Yeah. Or they did an ad and they're like, Facebook ads don't work or Google ads don't work, they're just a waste of money. And I think yeah. now, maybe you don't know, but now it's 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 not working because you consistently haven't tried it. Mm -hmm. Because you would tell somebody, the people that are doing ads that are in your competition that's working is because they didn't give up. Yeah. They didn't go, well, I spend five grand and I did it myself and I tried and mm -hmm. it, it, they did it because they figured out what yeah. ad worked because they kept going and going and going and going and then you figured out just like you did. Yeah, like on our last episode, if I would if I would have quit after I wasted 10,000 bucks or probably like it's embarrassing like a hundred hours, right? If I would have quit then. You wouldn't be here. Well, I wouldn't be anywhere. Yeah. I my business would have failed, I wouldn't be doing this. Um, I would have been out that money in that time and I'd have nothing to show for it. Well, it's just like learning a sport or something. I mean, you don't go take lessons, you know, tennis lessons for six months and go like, no. I'm not an expert, so I quit. This thing sucks. It doesn't work. And that's even for us, what I've been kind of more looking at even now that we're running Facebook ads or doing the Google ads is like, okay, there's a couple of things. If I'm not getting the return that I want, either I suck at selling mm -hmm. or there's something off on my ads. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, there's like these things that you kind of have to figure out these little details because sure. there's a lot of psychology behind it as well. 100%. That maybe we're just not reaching that person or maybe we're not getting to the lead fast enough or maybe mm -hmm. when we get the lead on the phone, we're not closing them properly. So there's just a lot of issues around it that it's not like you try it a couple times and it just doesn't work. It's yeah. like you got to keep trying different things and pivoting and trying to perfect and, you know, get better at your craft. And something that's worked six months ago or a year ago or, I mean, no, I mean, you know, maybe there's an industry trend and a change, or maybe somebody's doing similar ads that you don't even notice. I mean, that happened to me even in, um, you know, when I owned my uh, IT company, was I had this ad and it was killing it, and it was just running and running, and everyone was, you know, everyone was clicking and everyone was converting, and I was getting customers, and then I noticed, you know, um, a couple weeks too late, you know, I'm kind of like, what's going on? Why aren't we getting calls? What's what's the deal? And I noticed that I had a competitor or two that were copying a similar format to mine, right? And um, and I wasn't paying attention to that because you look at your ads, but rarely do you go in and see what's anybody else doing other than when you first start out or when there's a problem. Yeah. So, you know, you realize that somebody kind of one up my ad a little bit, right? Maybe they have to say the same thing I said and maybe they did it a little bit better or maybe they said the same thing, but they said it first, right? And then I say it below and I look like a poser even though it's my damn ad, right? So. <laughs> Um, that could totally be it too. So there's a, a million things and you always have to be looking and refining and, and everything else at 100%. What do you think, um, I mean, we can all talk about our individuals, but when you're sitting down and talking to people, because now you're just focusing on marketing, like you're just like, I want to help you grow your business, whether it's through Google, Facebook, maybe YouTube, whatever, and you're, just, you're, you're doing them all. You're saying, this is what I'm doing. What do you think you're finding people that, let's say somebody isn't even doing anything, mm -hmm. what do you think, the, what's the big thing you're finding where the struggle is or why they want to get started? Why they don't want to get started? Yeah, why okay. do you think, what it is it? Um, I mean, honestly, it's, and this is, this is something that I'm working to overcome, uh, not only in my business, but, um, you know, developing a strategy to help um, other businesses overcome it too. So, a lot of times it has to do with a uh, lack of faith in, you know, in somebody you don't know or a lack of faith in 
Google or Facebook or the internet, right? It's, you know, uh, internet ads don't work for me. They don't work for my industry. I hear that a lot. Yeah. And it's, and it's a common thing. And you're like, you know, they say, well, yeah, I ran Facebook ads or I ran Google ads and they didn't work, therefore things don't work. That's like, but it's, it's like saying, if you swing a bat at a ball and you don't hit it, bats can't hit balls. That's not true, yeah. right? Uh, and if that wasn't, and if that's true, that this doesn't work in your industry, then how come I can go find tons of companies in your industry doing the same thing? What makes them special? Are they better than you? Are they taller than you? Are they smarter than you? Probably not. The difference is, is that they're doing it and they're trying and they're making good decisions. So there really isn't much of an industry that can't benefit in some way, shape or form from marketing. And if you don't market, nobody's going to know who you are. Because when somebody hires you, um, you're going to go, the first thing you're going to do is go in and you're going to start looking at their competitors. You're going to build ads and see yeah. what, what, what their what competitors are good at it what they're using, because you know what's working using, sure. and you're gonna go, hey, this is what your competitors are. And do you find most people that are, when you're meet with, do they know there's a competitor doing it and it's working? Um, sometimes, a lot of times they don't really, they just know that other people are doing something and they're not doing it, or other people are doing well and they're not. And you know, the, one of the hardest things is to get over, uh, to uncover and to, get past like excuses and reasons why because you know starting your own business that's that's your whole thing I mean you like pull this thing out of you and it's painful um, it's it's like a child a lot of times people people have you know awful bratty four-year-olds and they make excuses for why that is or they don't want to believe it because it's of you it hurts right yeah. so when you you realize that your business is not doing well a lot of people protect that so you have to get past that in a way that's um, you know sensitive but at the same time, doesn't enable them to keep believing this false belief, right? Um, also, marketing is just a completely separate side of your business. So just because you can run a business doesn't yeah. mean that you know how to market yeah. a business. It doesn't even mean that you even can begin to understand it. Because honestly, I, I mean, we've already talked about this before, but I've never really been big on marketing. So mm -hmm. I am that person that is a, a true skeptic because I just don't have that vision. Sure. I can walk into a, you know dumpy apartment or house and say, oh my gosh, I can see what this could mm -hmm. be, but I can't look at my business and go, oh, sure. I can see these ads yeah. and how that could really mm -hmm. bring in business. So it's hard to kind of get beyond that. There has to be a little bit of faith, like sure. you said, mm -hmm. in the process. And and patience and... Um, investment. Yeah, yeah, investment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the thing is, I think at the end of the day, it's uh, like, if you would have come into my uh, IT business, you could have run the day-to-day -day operations better than I could have, right? So everyone has different skills and talents, and um, you know, personally, I I prefer to live in kind of this. Um, I was just talking to Sunshine about this uh, yesterday. Live in this, um, you know, kind of area where I'm coming up with ideas and thinking about things and and solving problems for other businesses. Um, but some of the day-to-day uh, -day stuff of like my business, like I'll get something in from. Uh, the city, and I'm like, yeah, I don't know what this is, and I, I can't <laughs> yeah. ship that here. And so I'm like, I'm just gonna go ahead and put this in the pile that's getting taller and taller. Um, and now Sunshine's aboard too to help me with that because the pile's getting too tall, and uh, she's really good at that stuff, and I'm not. Okay? Way so, to go, Sunshine. Yeah, thank you. Um, Everybody needs a little sunshine. Everyone needs yeah. a little sunshine yeah. uh, on their bills. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, I think that's the thing at the end of the day is, you know, you have your skills and abilities and you're very talented in what you do and, and I mean that's it's evident um, and you're taking on this new persona and this new thing too and and that's um it's not easy I'm sure right because yeah. you, you there's so many things you have to learn well when you have to deal nature. with this guy mm -hmm. then you just you just you, do it well, you you're have like to. okay I have, yeah. I have no choice yeah <laughs> now it's Kenny wants to do marketing and you're like well we're gonna do marketing because Kenny's excited about it and that's yep. that's one of his big talents. Yes. Yeah, and I think for you guys, if we talk about like, because you guys have, because my business is more regulated, so we haven't really dove into it, you guys have kind of taken the leap on the commercial. I mean, Crystal, you guys have been marketing for um, how many months now, probably? Is it even six months yet? Um, maybe not quite. I don't think it's quite Because it was a slow months, start, yeah. now it's getting more and more. It so takes a while, to, too. I mean, that's the other thing that people should know, is like there's some homework up front mm -hmm. that you need to do, but like you said, it was like, you should do this because it's gonna save you money, and yeah. it's going to get you to the goal more mm -hmm. quickly when you really give it some thought. Yeah. And then also, too, to like revisit it. Yeah, well, we're, we're at a mark right now um, where we, uh, 
I mean, that's one thing Sunshine and I are working on a lot is taking what we've had, given it six months, looking at, or less than that, looking at the data, and um, you know, kind of rehashing the whole thing. So yeah. we'll have new ads, um, we'll have new landing page copy, um, new layouts, and we're gonna A-B test and see what we can do to beef it up from there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So with you guys, I think it would be helpful for people to hear this. Um, commercial real estate is one where you could have said, it doesn't work because literally, I'm not saying nobody's doing it, but it's pretty a vacant space sure. of people doing advertising. So you were trying to find stuff. I'm like, mm -hmm. wow, there was really not much. There aren't a lot of competitors that are doing what you're doing. The well was pretty the empty. Way. There wasn't like, hey, we got a lot of mm -hmm. stuff to work here. So when people make excuses, you could have really made an excuse like, hey, there's nothing here. Maybe we should just do it because if nobody's doing it, that must mean it's not working. Mm -hmm. So you guys are, let's just call it six months into this. And I know it's a slow start mm -hmm. and it starts to build up. Mm -hmm. Where are you guys at as far as um, how many ads are you running, right? Mm -hmm. How much are you probably spending on ads right now? I think we have a cap at just a thousand bucks a and month. And then Crystal, let's talk about what type of people you were going for, right? What type of customer you're going and what do you feel, based on, you know, what type of ads, how much you're spending and how consistently and what were you thinking you're hoping to get out of that meeting? Not just closed leads, but what type of people you're hoping to talk to? Like, if you've gotten 100 leads, have they all been crap? Have you had like 50% great conversations? Like, No, so it's been, a, mixed, it. it's been yeah. a mixed bag. So um, Kyle can really speak to how many ads and yeah. targeting and all that, because I really don't know. So let's know. talk about I'm, that first. I'm how many ads are you running right now? Let's start I there. I think we are, um, we just placed some new ones, but I think there's probably, Four campaigns, I'd say in total, maybe what eight different ad groups, different um, categories, something like that. Yeah. And then what kind of ads are made up? Are we talking video content? Um, right now, for Google, they're all they're all text ads. Okay. So for Google search, um, I I think that video um, and things of that nature would be a different channel um, yep. than what we're doing. It's more the Facebook, Instagram. It's more YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, things like that. Okay. Blog posts. You know, you can always do image ads in certain places. But for Google search, you're, we're trying to capture people who are looking for multifamily. Um, you know. Uh, apartment uh, loans, things like that, um, self-storage, gas station loans, uh, interest-only um, building loans, etc. So it's a real targeted thing, so you're looking for people to type in a handful of phrases and then some variations of that. Um, and then from there, you know, they get the most relevant ad. If they say interest-only apartment loans, then we try to give them an ad that says interest-only apartment loans and has factors that are based on that. Um, and one of the things that we uh, tried to do in the beginning, and the jury's still out, it's, it's probably a um, a 50-50 type response, but is rather than just do what everybody else is doing, which is list, um, you know, like the rates and this and that, it's trying to find a way to connect to somebody to make, to make somebody go, okay, these are real people. Because that's kind of how I respond to ads, right? So when you say, um, if it can be done, Crystal's team will close it. You have a name in there, you have, um, you have kind of a personal message and that separates the ad from some of the other ads, right? Um, and I think that we're probably capturing people that we wouldn't ordinarily capture. And, you know, we may be alienating people that we normally might click on a more, like a boring ad, you know, and it's, uh, on some of those, it's hard to kind of tell exactly who's what. So, you know, you're always doing a variety of ads and trying things out and, and uh, promoting the ads that are doing well and demoting the ads that aren't. Um, and then still trying to go through and decide if this ad's not doing well, why? Not just demote it, but maybe it's something in the verbiage. Maybe I can create a new ad that's Could just be a tweak, like a, a, a minor tweak. tweak. Could be a tiny little tweak. Maybe, and yeah. honestly, I mean, as far as the, What's res your results, the results that we're getting, as I've probably gotten maybe six total people that want to actually move forward. So mm -hmm. I get other calls of people that maybe I can't help. How many One, leads do you think total you've gotten? Ooh, that'd be a Kyle thing. Yeah, but, I, I could look it up after much. But um, one thing, like for example, is that we constantly, um, like all once in a while, check in with Kyle and go, hey Kyle, I got, I'm getting a lot of leads or I'm not getting a lot of leads. Hey, for example, recently, the biggest, I think the biggest one that we're trying to overcome right now is 
other mortgage brokers calling me thinking yeah. I'm a lender. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we got to kind of work on is that we make have sure to... people know that mm -hmm. I'm a mortgage broker. Yeah. So if you don't want to talk to a mortgage broker, then I'm probably I'm not a bank. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that we got to get through. But um, I probably had five actual good leads. One guy just hasn't moved forward on anything. One guy we did move forward, and he, but he didn't qualify. Mm -hmm. One guy we have moved forward on, and he's going to close. And then another one we just closed a couple weeks ago, our first lead okay. from a Google ad that actually started out being like looking for an apartment loan, but we ended up refining re her industrial building instead. Okay. And we closed that. So I would say right now we're probably at a break even mm -hmm. with that as far as what we've invested sure. into it. And there's just more tweaking that needs to happen. Yeah. Um, but the fact that I even have leads that are viable that we can close, I'm a little bit of a different business. So like for example, with Kyle, with his IT business, he has a lot of small transactions. Mm -hmm. For me, one transaction I could make, you know, anywhere from five to like probably fifty thousand dollars. But let's say it's maybe five to thirty on average. Mm -hmm. So I don't really need to close that many deals. Of course, I'd like to close more. Mm -hmm. But my thinking is I'll probably get less leads than other service-based business or businesses that a are ton, selling small a stuff. Tons less. And, and the thing is, I mean, we even are um, stopping at you know on average like a thousand bucks ad spend because that's about how many people are searching for it at the end of the day, you know, and I mean, if we were to win 100% of all the clicks, you know, then obviously we could beef up that ad spend, but that just doesn't happen. You're, not, you're never 100% you're never of all the impressions and all the clicks. But um, yeah, based on that, I mean, we've beefed it up and we haven't hit those targets. And so that's what you do. You tweak the ad spend and you make sure that, you know, it's not about just spending the money. It's about making sure that you get something qualified. And, um, you know, if you get to a point where if we wanted to, I mean, I could, if you wanted to, Google will let you spend as much money as you want on stuff, um, but you won't get any more return because you're just going to get unqualified people at a point. And so, you know, we can we can widen out our radio our ratio again or our, our radius again because we did. We went in San Diego and we ran a bunch of ads, and I mean, there's only a handful of people who were searching in San Diego for multifamily, um, you know, apartment loans. They right. either have their person or whatever. And the volume was so low that we could not get enough leads, so we expand a bit, um, and we start there, and then we can expand some more, and we can also find some areas that aren't working well, and fix those, and then work on rewording our ads to uh, um, rewording our ads to knockout brokers. You know, a lot, I think a lot of people, like Chris, is at the point where this is a good conversation. Is is she's been let's just say six months. It's probably not a true six months because when you get going. The momentum hasn't really, I feel like the momentum in the last two months is really where it's been happening because I see the leads and this and the cool thing is, is like Crystal you're saying is a lot of your leads and deals close, you might close them in the next you know month or two but they could be good commissions so then you start making profit which you know anybody would tell you in marketing if you really start six months ago and you're ramping up especially for your kind of business where it's really, it's difficult and it's not quick. And if you're going to be profitable, any marketer would be like, this is awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you would know that. So I think a lot of people here, this is where they start, you know, getting discouraged. It's like, well, I spent this much in time and I didn't make, you know, 50 grand back. Yeah. Um, Kyle, what do you think, based on like Crystal's business, um, how much longer would you say, hey, we got this and that? Would you say another six months is we should be at a point where we're really moving and grooving and really understanding when we put these type of ads out, mm -hmm. what we're getting back, like what are, you, what are you gonna tell somebody typically the time is from meeting and getting going, what they typically could think to really start seeing some momentum? I mean, it really depends on the industry. I mean, I think, I think this is probably a, a very rare case and there aren't very many um, commercial um, mortgage companies out there that are, you know, specialize in multifamily and things like that, right? So, um, I mean, if you guys were a dentist or a law office or a mortgage company, for that matter, there are um, lots of predictable statistics and, and um, you know, the amount of leads that you should get. And then so you have an industry average and then from there you kind of tweak it, right? So yeah. um, if this were a dental practice or a plumber or a computer repair company or something like that, um, you could see some really good results and closed transactions and everything the first month with the you know, pretty easily positive ROI by, you know, the end of the first month or the second month, um, pretty, pretty consistently, if you do it right. Um, and depending on the transaction amount too and how long the uh, deal process is. So if, if it's somebody, if like you're selling airplanes, 
you know, you run Google Ads for a year or more before you see an ROI, right? So all the higher price, the higher price you go per item is the longer it's going to take for you typically. to really, yeah, typically. Yeah, it's the, the least amount of, well, searches have a lot to do with it too, right? I mean, you know, if you have, if there were a thousand searches, or a thousand people looking, qualified people looking for um, a commercial real, uh, commercial uh, mortgage broker, um, then we have a lot of data to play with. We have lots of ways to tweak things and everything else. But um, you know, because the deal, tra the transaction length is long, because the search volume is low, um, you have to really play with those numbers. And sometimes it takes longer to figure out, um, you know, what to do. So I think at this point, we we went through a couple revisions of ad copy and really kind of drilled down on like who these people are and what the difference between the two products are because. Um, you know, although I've done I've done standard mortgage in my life, this is different. So I don't know what the rates are. I don't know, you know, I don't know what's good. If I, what to brag about? Like if you say, you know, my rates are uh, four and you know, four and an eighth. I'm like, is that good? And you're like, no, that's terrible. <laughs> then you're like, well, well, then we won't mention that, right? Yeah. You know, it's it's something that um, because people might have the wrong idea. Maybe four and an eighth is in standard rate, but everyone else is underselling it in the beginning and then changing it. So maybe that's not something we brag about, although that maybe that's fair, and I don't, I don't know if that's a, you know, depending on what it is, but, um, but maybe that's a fair rate, but that's not something you want to, uh, to put out front. So these are the types of things you sometimes figure out after you run a campaign a while. Uh, sometimes it's good that you, you've had a handful of leads, and although I can see who converts, I don't necessarily, um, you know, it's, I can't keep track of how many of those people are like closed deals or what part of the process they're in. So there's always um, you know, meetings that you have to have afterward and kind of talk about, okay, so now that we've had a good amount of people, um, how many of those people are viable and you know, what are some of the guys that aren't? And then we figure out why. So like I said, mortgage brokers is one, so we have to figure out what verbiage we want to put in. Um, and I think we did some of it already, but we did some, mm -hmm. yeah. But I still think there's there's always some confusion around it because I mean, even borrowers will call me and say, "Are you a broker? Or are you a lender?" Yeah. You know. So I think that there's always that kind of ambiguity there because mm -hmm. people also are not that educated yeah. about loans in general and how they how they work, even though they have and loans. It's good. I mean, you have you know, sometimes you have a conversation with somebody that could lead to a loan just because because right. it is a small. Thing and they like you and your personality and they go online and look you up and you have all this other stuff. Um, question for you, Kyle, is when you're meeting with people um, and they're using um, Google AdWords, let's just say, and they're not having success, are you typically diving in and asking them certain questions about who's running the ad, how they're running the ad, maybe why it's working not? I mean, can you pretty much, if somebody's not having success and they feel like, I got a competitor and he's doing well and I just don't know why we're not, whether he has a company doing it or he's doing it. Can you pretty much dissect, if they hire you, dissect pretty quickly and find out why they're just spending money and it's just not working? Is it pretty black and white? It, it can be, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I have a, a client, um, he's in the uh, junk removal business, right? And so, you know, he was running Google ads and, um, you know, I was helping him with uh, a website and. And he's a cool guy. We become friends, um, and I, so I, so I'm not like a, I'm not one of those guys where if I know you're doing Google ads, I'm just like I'm gonna get those ads, right? You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm gonna get that business. Um, you know, it's if you if you're happy where you are, then that's cool, right? Yeah. Um, but and so he kind of wanted. He didn't want to shake anything up because he liked the guy he was working with. He didn't want to hurt his feelings or whatever, and that's fine. And then one day he was talking to me about some of his numbers, and I said, okay, so this is kind of you know roughly what it is. And I said, well, just just do this. Um, you know, go into your account and, and look at these metrics and these numbers and, and tell me, um, you know, how many conversions you're getting and things like that. Because he doesn't know how many people are coming from ads, <clears throat> how many people are finding him on Google or on Maps or on Yelp. So um, he looked and I was like, you know, how many conversions, <clears throat> excuse me, do you have? And he said, uh, oh, I don't know. It's, I don't see any. They're not tracking it. So the thing is, is if you're not tracking, you, you can't always get every single piece of information, you know, from... Uh, from a Google ad, if they like I said, if they've been a closed deal or not necessarily, depending on the system you're using, but um, but you can at least know how many people converted. So if you're going to spend um, 2,500 bucks a month or whatever, you should at least know how many leads you got and how many people performed the action you want them to perform, whether that's make a phone call or whether that's fill out a lead form or you know put a product in the cart or whatever it is that you count as a conversion. Um, you should at least know that. So if he's paying a company to do that. And they're not even tracking that. Then that would tell me that that they probably don't even 
they don't even care at all, right? You know, so. So setting, so the setup is just as important of how tracking and setup is just as important of putting out a correct ad to the right, to the right, you know, trying to find the right person. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, I think if you if you care about if you care about your job, you're going to spend the time writing the right ads. And you're never right, like I said, just like swinging a bat, you're never right the first time, right? Um, you may have some good ideas, you may have some things, but uh, a lot of times, you know, after a handful of months or after you run a campaign for a while, you sit down with uh, the client, in this case you, and, um, and say, okay, this is kind of what we have right now. Do you have, can you give me any other data, you know, in regard to uh, commercial mortgage that can help me write a better ad or that can help me speak to the customer and you know create if you if possible an emotional connection that makes them pick you right um, and then on the landing page when they get to the landing page um, is there anything if you were a uh, potential borrower is there anything that um, that you could put on there that would um, encourage them to to perform your action and, and become a conversion is there anything that would um, deter them from doing that? Is there something maybe that they wouldn't like? And so sometimes you can't think of that in your initial, um, when you first launch something, because you just don't know until you have data. So that's kind of the idea. Kind of an evolution. I mean, the other thing too, I was gonna say is that, I mean, at least I'm at a point now where I know that marketing does work and people sure. make a lot of money off of marketing mm -hmm. online. And what I've learned is that the more ads you can kind of play with and test, mm -hmm. the faster you'll get to you know success, I think, because you're just trying more things mm -hmm. um, in a shorter period of time. Sure. So um, I'm not honestly dedicating as much time to really tweaking those ads all the time. And I think it's just, you're kind of like an ad away from hitting the one that works. Yeah. So it's the hard part is like how much time do you want to dedicate to it? How much time can you dedicate to it? And the more time you spend playing with your ads and tweaking them, the faster you can get to a point where you're like, okay, this is what's what works. This is what's converting the best. And yeah. so I'm just going to keep running this ad over and over, like you said, until it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll think about changing it. So and change the verbiage. And I think right. you know maybe um, you know I know another challenge for me um, I mean I'm I'm busy but I'm far less busy than I was when I was operating a service-based business right yeah. um, I have room to breathe and think and everything else and I've never had that um, but a lot of my clients if not almost all of them whether they're getting as much business as they would like uh, they're very busy right you know there's always because there's always stuff that you could be doing right now you're sitting here doing this because you feel like you know I have to do it but there's probably 20 things waiting for you at your desk if you're lucky right yeah so sometimes it's hard to, to get back to a point where, you know, whether it's help me write some copy for a landing page, right? I mean, I end up just hiring writers half the time for people because, um, you know, or writing it myself because they, time, they yeah. can't do it, right? Because, you know, like, you know, if you're like in a junk removal business, the guy's out in the truck all day, last thing he wants to do is sit down and come up with, you know, um, some sentences that I'm going to rewrite, but at the end of the day, I don't. I'm not intimately involved in, in the business. So, you know, as a marketer, you, you know, a lot of times you'll need some help. And, you know, at least what makes your business different. Then from there, I can take that, expand upon it, and, and create something powerful for both Google and for uh, people, right? Um, so sometimes that's hard. Sometimes getting ad copy is hard. Sometimes getting, you know, like a, you know, a response on X, Y, and Z is, is tough. So after people have spent money for a while and, you know, they're getting decent results and they're, you know, making some money, a lot of times it's easier for your, your checkup, right, your six-month checkup or whatever, to come in and say, okay, now that we know what this can do, now that we know what it can't do, and now that we know why some things work and some things don't, um, what would be some new ideas we can come up with? What are some new things um, that we can do to really pull these customers in? And then when they get to our page, how do we make it a no-brainer um, for them to fill out the form, make, make the phone call or whatever? Because in, in my business, when I, when I ran the uh, IT company, um, it used to blow my mind that people would click on my ad, which was the best, right? I mean, it was, but I yeah. thought it was the best. And then go to my uh, landing page on my website, that was the best, because I know it was, because I obsessed over it like night and day constantly. <laughs> yeah. And um, why wouldn't every single person call me? Why wouldn't every single person fill out this contact form? Like, email us, right? Like, how come 100% of the, because it was the best, right? You know, and there's, there's never a, a true answer to that because there's always, 
people who just won't, right? Yeah. But the idea is you get it to a point where more people are clicking on your ad than anybody else, uh, as far as you can tell. And a higher percentage of people when they get to your landing page are filling that out because it's just such a no-brainer. They're so compelled to contact you. They're like, this guy, I know he's a computer guy and I'm not a computer guy, um, but this guy knows me. He knows what I'm going through. He knows my, um, he knows my pains and he seems like a nice guy and they're running their company right and if they send somebody out I'm not going to be afraid of who's going to show up at the door um, and everybody loves them because they have the most reviews in San Diego right anybody who's reasonable is going to call that company unless either a they accidentally clicked on it which happens right um, you know B um, they're not quite ready or C there's something that you can't predict that scares them off or they're just not quite ready you know so the, as much trust as you can create in, on those pages uh, and in those ads, you have the highest percentage of closing people and that's kind of what we go for. And sometimes it takes round two. I mean, I didn't write my best ads for my company until at least a year after I was you know, advertising just because- That's what I'm hearing. Sometimes it's a year or two and then you find some ads that just knock it out of the park. Yeah. But you just gotta keep at it. Yeah. And the other thing I would add, um, I think a lot of people you know, ads and this is one thing, but this is why on the other side, you know, we have value out with K&K. You know, even on my Instagram page, I'm consistently putting out videos and some people can think whatever, but so if somebody looks Chris up online, you know, or me online, I don't, I haven't looked you up online personally, but they hit that ad and they're like, well, who the hell is this person? I'm gonna look her up. There's videos on about mortgages. There's, there's all this stuff and they're like, holy crap, there's a whole, bunch of stuff on this person you know and then if somebody goes to a competitor and they're like I can't find one friggin' thing on this guy yeah. besides this ad they're probably just gonna go this way just because they can watch five videos and go I like your personality yeah. or whatever so I think a lot of people too is on top of these ads what we're realizing it's also pumping out this other content because what I've realized just putting these you know these silly videos I put out that are educational I try to do some fun stuff I'm top of mind to people, even if it's my audience, even yeah. if it's small. And I get referrals now from people and I'm like, why'd you refer me? Because I see your damn videos every day and somebody asks me, do I know somebody? And you're like, every day sure. I'm looking at you, it's top of mind. Yeah. And so I think with ads is being top of mind and in front of people, you get to talk to people. So what are you guys now, six months in, What are you, what's the focus now, Crystal? Like, where are you tweaking right now and who are you trying to go after after six months? Are you tweaking a little bit to say, these ads are working better, what, what you're trying to get in the door? You know, what, who are you trying to talk who are, to? Who's our new customer and yeah. who's working who hasn't? What's been the biggest success for you? Well, we kind of talked about it the other day is that I noticed that the three leads that actually converted mm -hmm we're oddly like kind of in the very beginning so I'm like okay what the heck were we doing back then in those early ads that they were converting so much because now well that they converted those three leads that actually like are closed deals that are gonna close yeah so um, now I'm like okay let's filter out the mortgage brokers um, or at least if it's a mortgage broker calling me they know that they're calling another broker because I I've, I've cooperated with other brokers before but most don't yeah but and that's yeah. not what you want to it's not, not necessarily yeah. a focus yeah. So um, just kind of focusing back on investors, like people who already own multifamily um, or commercial properties that need help or businesses that need to refinance their building. Um, so just kind of focusing back on that and trying to push those people over to our site more. And then, like I said, I'm looking at myself going, am I not getting back to the lead fast enough? Am I not converting them well enough? So those are the things that I'm trying to look out for when I'm giving mm -hmm. you the feedback of what sure. to do. So. And are we generating enough trust on the page? I mean, right. that's you know part of what we're um, looking at doing right now is, you know, how can how can we make that landing page more of a no-brainer? You know, sure we have the phone number and the contact form. We have a, you know, a video. We have some write-ups about it. We have some testimonials down at the bottom, um, and moving those elements around um, can get us a better response or a worse response. And so doing A/B testing now that we have some feedback, I think is important. Yep. Um, and the fact that we have so so few, um, you know, it's kind of like a, like a personal injury attorney. Some of those guys, they'll pay over, like, I, I mean, hundreds of dollars per click. They're spending $100,000 a month. Oh, sure. Yeah. 
and they're and they're getting a handful of cases, but those cases are lucrative. So and some of those don't pay for years. Yeah. Right? So, so you don't necessarily yeah. know right off the bat. It's a long term bet on that. It can be, but yeah. but you you know with those guys they have uh, there's a lot more statistics, there's a lot more personal yeah. injury attorneys. Oh, yeah. You know people are um, people are getting hit by cars more than they're um, financing commercial buildings. So there's a lot more of that, right? Um, yeah, I know, huh? Seriously. Um, but anyway, so. So there's a lot of data on that so that you can get some early metrics before anything's closed and determine how well your ads are doing, you know? Um, so, so with that, I think we're at a good point to go through again um, and rewrite some ads and, and pull more out of your brain and pull more out of my brain and combine that to, yep. to get to something else. And you're right, I mean, if uh, commercial, if the mortgage guys haven't panned out or the, um, you know, maybe some of the other industries that you do, Maybe, for instance, multifamily is the way to go for apartment buildings are the way to go for Google Ads. Maybe, maybe people aren't looking up. And, I mean, they're looking them up, but maybe it's not exactly what we're looking for. Or maybe that they're just not a higher quality person um, for like maybe like I don't want to say interest only people aren't high quality. I just yeah. making something up. Right. Right. As but, an example, yeah. but as an example, maybe for whatever reason, those don't translate to closed deals as well. Right. And so we need to sit down and figure out how many of what um, came in and what were they? And then we double down on those ads, we kick back for a bit and see how it goes until we can't spend any more money on what's working. Well, and that's kind of why we also segmented it into, I think it was seven or eight categories yeah. that we were gonna do separate landing mm -hmm. pages for. So I would imagine that we can track all that too and yep. see what's been, where people have been clicking the most mm -hmm. and kind of maybe dwindle it down yeah. to a handful of different ads mm -hmm. that will run and see how the, those convert. Yeah, and on my side, we see clicks and we see conversions um, but we don't see closed deals. We don't see um, like people yelling on the phone. Not, you haven't had that, but I, I mean that happens. Somebody's like, if you say like you know cheap, instant um, mortgage, uh, you know commercial mortgage loan, you're going to get people that you probably don't want, right? Right. And I'll be like, sweet, this campaign is is kicking ass. It's converting like yeah. crazy. Or if and, I say bad credit, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> or like one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. people do yeah. that. And some they, people they want that. And yeah. That's not, what you, that's not necessarily right. what you want. Right. Um, so, you know, it's hard to kind of, you know, piece all of that out. So you have to have a meeting of the minds and come together and, and compare notes. And right. then from there, like I said, it's um, refining it, sometimes scrapping it. Um, I think in your case, we have a lot of good metrics that will just tweak some things. Yeah. But some cases, you know, you run an ad for a month um, and you get a lot of stuff and then you're like, yeah, but none of these people like it. It's like, well, maybe we should consider taking the word cheap out, right? Yeah. Um, because you aren't getting the people that you want. And constant tweaking, constant. Always. Yeah. I think, um, sorry, the plane flying over. I think hopefully like by us having this conversation here today, um, kind of gets people understanding like, this is what they're going to get from you. It's like, you're just, we're just sitting here having a conversation about marketing, whether you're doing it for us now or they're doing something else you're probably just gonna be like, what are you doing? What's your results? How's it working? You know, are you trying to figure out is there a way I can help to get you, you know, more business, which means more revenue, um, better ROI. And then obviously, I think people realize that, Crystal, you know, you guys just started six months ago. Um, this is more of a long-term play, but eventually that long-term play, if you keep at it, starts to really pay dividends. Because the cool thing about mortgages is, you keep going and you just keep getting, you know, one or two deals in the hop or one or two deals and it starts, the momentum goes, the one or two deals start going into, you know, going in line, they go into submitted and you start closing one. Then if you know you're closing one every two months, you're closing one every month and then it's two every month and this is how it Well, works. how many investors only invest in one property too, right? I mean, that's yeah. kind of the name of the game is, yeah. you know, you find, you make that connection. Um, you know, like when we were first starting out in, in the IT thing, you know, we were, I was, my, my ad spend was uh, meant to be break even um, because I knew that, you know, for the most part, you don't make a whole bunch of money after you pay the guy and give the $25 discount and, you know, and the ad spend and everything else, that you don't make a lot of money on that first call. But if you're good at what you do um, and you have good follow-up and you are the best in the business and you, you know, you, you blow their hair back with awesome service, um, that second call is pure profit, and the third call is pure profit, and, and the fourth call. And the referral's profit. And the referral's profit, and all of that is profit at that point. So I think when it comes down to it, it's, um, 
some, all advertising is, is a long game of some sort. Uh, sometimes it's a lot shorter depending on what you want to do. Um, but you always should be thinking about next year when you're doing ads. You should always be thinking about six months. And if you want a customer tomorrow, um, you know, you might get lucky, but a lot of times uh, it takes a little bit of time. But when you get it right, then you can just set that thing for a while and run it. And, um, and that's really where you make your money. Yeah. So Kyle, if somebody wanted to uh, get coffee with you and, and do this, how long is your typical meeting? Um, I mean, geez, uh, I would say I haven't really had, um, I can be long-winded sometimes and I have, I have lots of ideas and I get excited about people's business really quickly, right? Um, because everything is, everything is exciting if you can see it for what it is, right? If you can see the magic of what a product is, right? What, what type of need it, ful it fulfills. And um, you know, when I was in commercial finance, it was really fascinating because I talked to tons of business owners doing different things. So I kind of get a piece of that again. So uh, I'd say 45 minutes. So I mean, I've spent two hours. Um, you know, there was a, um, somebody I, I met with and they do a type of, uh, um, it's called emotional freedom technique. And it's like this type of tapping for people who have uh, particular issues with things, right? Yeah. Um, and it's something that, you know, I, I think a lot of people would think you know, um, they don't, may not believe that it works, but at the end of the day, the brain is just a pattern recognition machine. And so, like with anything else, I mean, you know, some people use like shock collars on dogs and it's like whenever the dog runs past the fence, they get shocked and yeah. pretty soon the brain, you know, kind of shocks for you and you don't even need the collar anymore. Same type of idea. So she had a really, she was really good at what she did and people really loved her, but she was having trouble conveying that message. And so instead what you do is, you know, you sit down, I, I mean, I think I sat with her probably close to two hours because it was really exciting to discover like who her client was and what her client needed and then how to connect with their client and be like, you know, um, listen, I know, you know, I know I've met so many people that are in the same spot you're in right now and I know it's not good, right? And, and I know that if you don't make a change, you're gonna be here forever. Now, look at all of these people who are living this life of freedom, right? The barrier between you and them is nothing. It's, you know, um, the cost of the consultation um, or the course in this case, you know, building out a video course is, you know, like let's say it's a thousand bucks. The cost, the barrier between it is this razor thin membrane of a thousand dollars and you getting past this feeling of uncomfort, uh, uncomfortability and filling out this form or making this phone call. Um, otherwise, you're going to stew in being uncomfortable and unhappy forever. And that's all that's stopping you, right? So when you can kind of become that person and connect with that person and, and show them what it's like to, on the other side and, and that um, you know, there's really nothing to it, um, that stuff's kind of fun. You know, to, to build that dream and that and craft that whole thing. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, I've so. Actually done EFT. Oh, have you? That, yeah. yeah. Does it? Yeah, did yeah, it work for you? Our therapist. Um, I've done it a couple different times, and I would say that it does help. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You hold these like little things, mm -hmm. and they kind of tap and make these little vibrations too. Did you stuff. tap yourself or? Um, no, my okay. therapist did it with like this little machine, mm -hmm. and there were certain taps based on questions that he asked me. How did that make you feel? Mm -hmm. And then we would go back like a week later and then yeah. he would say, okay, now how do you feel when I say this? It's just that? training the yeah. mind, yeah. he said. Yeah, there's, a, there's something in, the, um, in like a NLP and neuro-linguistic programming um, that therapists will use. It's kind of the same thing at the end of the day, but it's like a, you know, it's like a, it's like a trick almost. So essentially if you are having somebody relive, let's say a traumatic experience or living, even better, living a, um, a moment of like freedom and happiness, and every time you do that, if you just put your finger on their knuckle, just like that, right? And you do that enough times, you can even tell them you're doing it, that at some point when the therapist or you know, whoever it is wants them to have, feel that feeling, they'll put their finger on their knuckle or their hand on that knuckle, and the brain automatically associates that stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. So anyway, so coming up with, with her way of, of, of selling it, because she's a business owner, um, was really fun and, and, and fascinating. So sometimes like that, I'll, I'll spend two hours and even though it's not profitable for me at all, um, part of what I'm doing is I want to have fun and I want to enjoy it. I really am. Like, I mean, yeah. I could probably, if I was independently wealthy, this is exactly, I think, what I do because it's just, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, I meet so many great people and they have so many cool business ideas and there's just this barrier between like, 
you know, who their customer really is and what their product really is that they're selling. And um, once they find that out, that it's not this, you know, a bunch of threads woven together to cover your nakedness, right? And or even a cool-looking suit or a an awesome car, but it's something else. When you can discover that, you watch these people who started this business, like open their eyes and see their own business in a different way. Um, and that's really cool for me. And like, as far as I'm concerned, um, although I do run a business, um, that's payment also, you know? Yeah, and I think, I think marketing, like you said, is just showcasing what you're great at or your product is. And some people are great at making a product or making a suit or doing the service, but they don't, can't convey that message and showcase that Well, because we're the stuck public. in our business. So yeah. like we talked about that with Billie Jean is like, you're in the technical side of your business. You're, you're like into all the details when there's like a lay person out there that like you kind of almost yep. have to put yourself in, the, yourself in the shoes of the person that's just now discovering it and to. learning about it mm -hmm. rather than getting all technical and mm -hmm. saying all these difficult to understand words or the language that you talk in and, mm -hmm. and kind of just get down yep. there. But So um, Kyle to wrap up, if somebody wants to have coffee with you, where's the best place to find you? Um, um, so you can go to, you can contact me through uh, letsgetclicks.com. Um, you can go to facebook.com slash getclicks. Somebody's got let's get clicks. It really, it hurts. Uh, um, and then, or Instagram, or through here, or, you know, just look up Kyle Hansen. There's not very many of us. So it's an easy way to do it. And then you can, if you ever see anybody with a vanity, vanity plate that says, yay, Kyle. That's me. You know yeah, that's run them down. The sorry, sorry I cut you off. I didn't mean to. <laughs> so guys, to wrap up today, I, we wanted to just uh, meet with Kyle because Obviously, we're working on mar marketing, and I think everybody that's a business owner or whatever you're selling or doing, um, I think you're realizing that there's a lot of people around you that are doing really well on whether you're using social, the internet, and a lot of people have been doing it for a long, long time, but this shift is really happening, and the younger generation that's coming up is, you know, they're really finding more. You can get right, in you can put yourself right in front of somebody on their phone, you know, mm -hmm. on their laptop, on their iPad, and the way to do that is if you're not good at it, there's people like Kyle that can meet with you and show you how to get your message out. And basically at the end of the day, you're just getting more attention on you, on your business, which should result in more customers, more money, and more profit in your pocket. And that's really what we're ultimately here you know, doing. That's what we're all working on. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah, thanks, cool. Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, guys. Okay. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.